Ten of Swords. Ace of Wands. Mm. Is that good or bad? That bloke lying there with the daggers in his back doesn't look too flesh to me. Mm, good point. Well, this card can sometimes mean betrayal. What, so literally being stabbed in the back? Mm. Or sometimes it can mean hitting rock bottom. Jeez, Maz, it just gets better and better. I thought um, tarot was meant to bring some good news. The tarot is meant to guide you towards the truth, darling. Oh. But these two cards together can mean that you're about to go down a new path in your life. There you go. Well, that's only telling me what I already know. What direction am I meant to take? Well, the tarot's more about helping you create your own path. And these two cards together are telling you it's time to shake things up. Well, I'm allowing myself to have a tarot reading. Does that count? I think there are bigger changes in store for you, Irene. But I have to figure out what they are. We are Science Sophie. This is Coastal News, a home and away podcast. Your weekly episode companion podcast for your favourite Aussie soap. Right, there's something I need to I need to tell you, Sophie. Oh, yes, go for it. It's been a pressing matter for quite a while. Oh, no. And um, my mum will correct you on it. But you've been saying my name wrong this whole time. <gasps> oh, no. Is it Simon? Simon. Simon. Oh, I do apologise. do apologise, Simon. So will, you should. I will endeavour to correct it in future. <laughs> <laughs> you've been saying my name wrong as well, by the way. Have I? But what, whatever. What should I have said? <laughs> it's Zophie. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, yeah. if you're up to date, that will make absolute sense. If not, you think we're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They've lost it. Nine seconds in. How are you? Are you okay? Good. Happy Friday. It's oh, Friday for us. Happy so happy Friday. Friday. Oh, I feel good yes. that it's Friday. Are you? Are you feeling good? I am, yeah. Got the Friday feels. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've had yeah. the Friday feels since about 11 p- 11 a.m. <laughs> Put yourself on busy. Yes, absolutely. All day long. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever do the thing where you, you know, you go on your calendar on team mm. and do meet now so everyone else it shows you as in a call? Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? There you go. Use that one next time. And then you're just in a call with, with yourself, echoing, hello. Yeah, yeah, hello. just mute it. Just mute it and minimise it out of the way. Oh. Everybody else, you know, they think you're in a call anyway. But then they'll be like, who is she in a call with? Because my team's really small. <laughs> Everyone else will be like, <laughs> not on the phone. They'll be like, who are you talking to? That's your like, problem. It's an I interviewer. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Sophie. You work the rest out. I don't know. <laughs> I've done that now you know mm. it's over uh yeah I've obviously enjoyed homers watching homers and all that sort of stuff but work can get in the bin this week yeah. frankly hopefully hopefully we cheer you up tonight then yes you will yeah how's your yeah. week been 
All right, actually, I had a quite an easy week. Not too bad. Good. And I went away last weekend, didn't I? I went to Harrogate. Oh, you did? Yeah, a bit and it was scorching weather, had an ice cream and came back. <laughs> like, Very nice. Stayed, stayed overnight. But yeah, it was nice. It was a nice weekend away. Nice Aww. change. I don't do that very often. So it was a nice, yes. it was a nice, um, I tell you what though, my friend was kicking off. Because the reason we booked it was at our previous job, this was mm. a, a friend that I worked with, a friend come colleague. Yeah. Um, now, or oh, should I say colleague come life friend? Mm-hmm. Um, so we went on like a double, like, you know, double date type thing because we both reached in our previous employers. We've now both left. But um, we had a 10-year gift, you know, when you've done 10 years service. Oh, yes. Um, so we had a 10-year gift and it was an overnight stay in a hotel. But so it's only worth so much but you don't know how much it's worth so you go on this sort of portal with the voucher that's it's all presented in a nice box and everything you know it's all Mm. very nice um and you go on this thing and it's like if you want to go anywhere half decent you have to pay so much towards it you know this hotel Mm. is available and it's this much so we booked the hotel and paid 90 pounds extra yeah so you know to stay in this hotel and all the rest of it Harrogate great got there fine um the ho- there was nothing wrong with the hotel that I've stayed in better. Do you know what I mean for oh, a price like that? Yeah, yeah. But um, it wasn't. You know, there was, like I said, there was nothing wrong with it. Um, mm. But then um, my friend saw the hotel on um, voucher for seventy pounds bed and breakfast for one night, what? and she swears, you know, on the paperwork when you're checking into the hotel, she swears that it said that the room rate was one hundred and twenty. Mm. And we had we had to put ninety two, so she was like <laughs> the whole time she was like ten years service and a thirty pound voucher. You can't stay in Blackpool for thirty quid. <laughs> like, so it became like a bit of a running joke. So yeah, so it was a bit bit Aww. bit bit. Mm, it's not it's that, isn't it? That's a bit disappointing, isn't it? Lure I mean... you in with a ten year mm. present. Uh, well, I won't be working there again, will you? I know. I said if I had my time again, I'd have gone for the slow cooker. <laughs> <laughs> you do what else is on the conveyor belt? <laughs> oh dear. But I am up to date on home and away oh, anyway. I got back. I got back good. in one piece and I'm on I'm up to date. Do you want your headlines? I do. Okay. Felicity has had enough of being the victim and takes matters into her own hands. Theo needs thawing after he froze at the album launch Q&A. <laughs> Mac and Maz orchestrate a girls' night in for Irene. And Alf is struggling to hear everyone. I said <laughs> Alf is struggling to hear everyone. Please take the time to like, subscribe and review Coastal News wherever you source your podcasts and ensure you never miss an episode. Right. Flick, she's avoiding Eden early in the week, isn't she? Doesn't want Mm. to, uh, doesn't want to face Eden. Um, You know, face what she's uh, keeping because she's going through all this whole secret business with the blackmailing, isn't she? As you'll remember. Yeah. And um, and Eden finally tracks her down. She's worried about her. Explains to her that that money Cash gave you isn't isn't pocket change. Like 
you know, I need you to sort of tell me what's going on. I'm worried about you. And she she dismisses it, doesn't she? Pr- mm. In fact, I say more than dismiss, she outright promises to her, to her face, there's nothing sketchy going on, but we know more, don't we? Um, and um, Tane, bless him, overhears this conversation. And this is when he learns then that old Cash has given some money there, that 10K that she sold that she lied to Tani about, you know, not paying. Turns out she paid it, and Tani is rightly upset about this. I wanted to touch on it quite early. We've spoken quite a lot about Tani and what he puts up with, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of phrase, um, and how good he is about it and all the rest of it. Um, how did you feel about him learning this and his his subsequent reaction to him finding out that she lied about this 10 grand? It was awful, actually, wasn't it? Because he was just, I could tell it was him in the background because you kind of saw this shoulder and this red shirt, didn't you? <laughs> As uh, Eden and then Flick sat at the bar talking about the money and, and cash and everything. Yeah. And, I, and I thought, I kept thinking, why are we seeing this random shoulder? And I thought, that's that's Tarnate, it's got to be. Yeah. And, I, and then the whole time I was bracing myself because I thought, right, he's heard the whole thing then because they're talking about this money and he's standing right behind them. We're about to see the reveal of her turn around and see his face, which which is what happened. So my heart was in my throat at that point because I thought, how's he going to react to this? And actually his reaction was kind of what I was expecting. But again, not an, not an angry reaction, just disappointed. He just walked away, didn't he? He didn't want to have an argument. He didn't want to have a go at her because... At the end of the day, he's still very protective of what's happened to her, and yelling okay. at her is not going to be not going to be a, a good thing to do. Um, so uh-huh. he kind of takes himself off, doesn't he? And I thought that was really good. That kind of, you know, it let her it let her realise that she, he's not happy with this, and she's, yeah. you know, she she's been caught, etc. But he didn't make a big scene. He's not a big scene person, is he? He's not like a shouting, uh-huh. screaming yelling and I quite like that the fact that he's not um but yeah I felt for him I really did Mm, mm, I did I did and I I got to a point where I'm a bit like is this the straw that's going to break the camel's back yeah yeah you're right I don't think he's the kind that's going to flip out in a public restaurant you know and what's it going to achieve like it's not is it and Mm. ultimately they're in this position through no fault of their own yeah. Um, even though, you know, we, we, we're bleating on about Flick. Flick has the evidence in the palm of her hand, like, get on with it, girl. You know I what I mean? It's so frustrating. And I've been saying, and, and I know, I know you've, you've, you've been, you've been saying it as well last week or so, like, this is going on a bit now. You know, mm. like, I could understand a little bit at the beginning, but surely now she needs to think, where, where's the out here? You know, the prices, that she, she, 10000 that's the third price this person's demanded, and she's paid it. Mm. And he, he even says to her, calmly, but, you know, with agitation, you cannot be that naive to think that it's yeah. all over. Like, yeah. You cannot be. Like, when is this going to end? And he's trying to get through to her. I suppose it's that knowing her and knowing how to handle her mm, you know she's yeah. not the kind she's just going to start off yes kick off so I think, yeah. I think he was great as well um but I'm a bit like there comes a point where this guy needs to like you know what I can't do anything more for you here you know yeah yeah what what else can I do to help you you're not listening mm, mm. and just as that all that's happening there's another text it's now 20 grand mm. and you're like 
he, you know, when when is she going to wake up and listen to her husband, you know, yeah. and, and take the advice of those around her? You know, I'm just, I'm getting a little bit frustrated at this point personally. You know, mm. and she messages him back and says, "I'll get your money, but my husband will see, so I'll need to bring it." Oh, oh no! Meet up, so she arranges to meet the guy, which obviously gives us a very dramatic moment. Mm. of the storyline and and it's something it's interesting because maybe two three weeks back you and I said rather than all this like like you know all this bank transfer normally in these types of situations when you see them on tv mm. it is normally an in-person jobby because there's no trail is there yeah like I would have expected a bit of a meetup with yeah. a bag of cash before now actually yeah no cops or else you know the video goes uh. online all of that sort of uh. stuff yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. There's there is a trail, which is obviously comes comes later. You know, they're, they're managing to it's evidence, isn't it? They're managing to piece it all together and and get collectors evidence to prove that it is this person. So he's a bit stupid, really. He obviously thought he's so arrogant. He obviously thought he's going to get away with it. Um, yeah. And and you know, keep asking for the money until God knows what happens. I don't I don't know whether he would have posted it online. I don't know whether you'd incriminate yourself. It's another evidence back to you isn't it it's you know, I, know, like, yeah. I don't know whether he's stupid enough to do that um I think he's arrogant enough to think he'd get away with it and get away with blackmailing people but I don't know whether he's mm. quite quite stupid enough to actually put the video online and incriminate himself in that way yeah yeah it's it's just the ruling by fear of it is a possibility mm. isn't it rather than yeah. him actually going ahead with it because as you say he'd be banged to rights you know it'd mm. lead uh, lead him back to him no 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 yeah. time really yeah. wouldn't it um yeah completely 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 uh, on side with that point um next morning Tane wakes up and she's gone and there's a note I don't want to be the victim anymore and she's gone so he's mm. panicked he has and this is that protective side you've just alluded to a moment ago he's finally realized he's gonna have to let cash in run for cash he's missing shows him the note lets cash in on everything Okay, and they obviously go find you know she's not answering a phone. Meanwhile, she's put in well, it's not real money. It looks like she's cut up a load of magazines or something, mm-hmm. um, and lured him to this dustbin. Um, and she's managed to get photographs of the guy. She looked like she was actually going to run him over, and I thought I know. the whole world is just cheering you on to do it, love. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think Cash would have been like, I saw nothing, <laughs> nothing mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think anyone would have uh, minded no. if she did, to be no, honest. Just one um, more scum- scumbag not on the street, isn't it? Basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, cut a long story short, he's soon apprehended, isn't he? And he's brought in, he's <laughs> paraded in right in front of the victim. I mean, what the <laughs> hell's going on here? <laughs> yes. Well, there's been a lot of talk about this on social media uh, this week. All right about the, the the handling of this case by the cops and the inconsist- oh, yeah. inconsistencies like how you know cash managed to track down his address and find out where he lived um based on the phone records or whatever it was that he, he used to find it but sent rose round to actually arrest him because he said i can't go and arrest him because i'm a brother and i don't want to like do anything that's going to compromise the case and yeah. i thought yes good step back good job but mm. then he let 
he knew that this guy was on the way. He knew that Rose had gone to arrest this person and he was on the way, but he let his sister stand in the middle of the police station while, <laughs> while they dragged him in. And I just thought, what are you doing? And then in the next breath, he's bloody interviewing him and swabbing him. And I just, I was like, oh, I know it's not real. I know it's not real. I know it's not real. But it really wound me up that he got, he, at first, it sounded like he was going to take a step back and then he didn't. But actually, it led to some brilliant scenes, which we'll come on to, I'm sure. Yeah, so. there's a definite poetic license involved yes. with the old investigation. The police yeah. have always been like this in Yabby Creek. Yeah. <laughs> Useful as a chocolate fire guard. Yeah, <laughs> chocolate teapot. Oh, dear. Um, so, yeah, and and I will... Und- Do you know, you, you read all these statistics, don't you, about how many you know, rape convictions there are and all mm. the rest of it and how how stark, starkingly low that is, you know, mm. in relation to the amount of crimes that are committed. And I have a feeling this is going to unwind in court if we get to that point because mm. none of, I, I, it's too blatant. It's way yeah. too blatant. And and Cash is really struggling with, you know, he's he's really grappled with, solving this case for his sister hasn't he? he's been working mm. morning noon and night and we see later on um you know he's he's really beating himself up about not just not just felicity but also the other victims that have been left waiting one one have been waiting six years she thought the police forgot about her when yeah. he contacted her because mm. he you know they find other victims don't they in his phone and you know and mm loads of unsolved cases of this thing so it opens a whole can of worms and cash really takes it hard so i have a feeling you know cash through cash's sort of misjudgment and Mm. letting his letting his feelings take over Mm. he's not he's going to jeopardize some sort of conviction i just got a really bad feeling that that's the way it's going to go yeah way too many way too many moments where he's those he's like i'm watching you like a hawk he's like i know you know like i'm thinking that's a bit blatant that you know am i supposed to be making note of this is it foreshadowing i know i've been Mm. worried about the same thing i mean i just think he's far too close to it especially because he told bloody guy you know when he was interviewing him and the the guy was being all cocky like oh yeah she loved it she wanted it it was consensual it was just two adults that chick wanted it and he goes that chick is my sister and I thought no don't tell him because if that guy's got any smarts about him his his lawyer when he gets lawyered up he's going to say to him okay well the copper that interviewed me and swabbed me and has been you know taking my statement or whatever he's the chick's sister surely that puts a you know a whole cast a whole doubt on the credibility Uh of the of the evidence that's been collected the interview that's been done you know, you'd start to get scrutiny of everything that Cash has done. And at that point, I was thinking, he probably has messed up somewhere. And uh-huh. now he knows it's his sister. He's going to throw that back in his face. So that really did make me go, oh, no, please. Why are you telling him that? Like, you, why are you giving him ammo to, to use in court? I mean, I don't know exactly. whether it will come to that or not. but mm, Yet to be seen. But it certainly seems like it's leading that way at this early yeah. stage, doesn't it? Is yeah. it Jeremy, is it, the blackmailer? Jeremy. Oh, I've been calling him smug face, but yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, I think. <laughs> he even says it. My lawyer will get me off this. Mm, he's so cocky, you isn't know, he? During that smarmy, yeah. that scene you're talking about, and he's like refusing to give his DNA and he's like, you don't have a choice. I mean, and Cash, 
Nick mm. Cartwright, what a performance in this episode, man. Like He's been bear... great all week, actually, I think. I think someone yeah. else said this on Twitter, really. I've actually really enjoyed... I mean, obviously, he's a good actor. We know that. But I have really enjoyed the performances he's done this week. I love Bad Cash. I love the fact oh, that he goes... Yeah. He's mm. not this sort of... You know, he's a, he's a do-gooder a bit too often. You know, a bit too robotic, uh. a bit of a do-gooder. Um, the character of me, not the actor, but uh. the character, the character comes across as a bit too clean, a bit too. I know he's a cop, you know, but when he goes rogue, when he has all these scenes where he's, you know, the scenes with Eden this week have been great. The scenes with Cash have been great. The scenes with the with the attacker, that scene where you know we see inside Cash's head and like that fantasy that he wants to grab him and smash his face into the table. Mm. I watched that a couple of times because I just enjoyed that mm. scene so much. I thought, yes, it's so. So it's so satisfying, even though you know it's not, it's not real, you know, because he's he's just thinking that's what he'd like to do to him. He doesn't actually do it to him. Um, but I think he's been great. I love this. I, they need to give Nick yeah. more of these storylines where the, you get to see that side of him that he, he can do really well, and not this, you know, nicey nicey next door boy. Can you imagine if Cash had the anger management issue storyline and not Justin? I think oh. that would have been much more enjoyable. You're right, actually. I think mm. he would have. Oh, mm. I think that would have been really good. I think he could have, and then we, you know, I think that could have been really good. And obviously, with the job he's in as well, mm. you know, there's loads of repercussions as well as on the back of it. Yeah, I think that could have been good. He's very good at it. He's just wound up like a coil, is what I've written down here. <laughs> <laughs> he um, was. But he, he did it, the table flip the other week, didn't he? So he flipped that table, uh, which our, you know, friend of the pod, Marty, told us that he threw Ooh. it through the wall. <laughs> he had to edit it out in post. So we've seen that, and that was a really, really powerful scene, really, really well-acted scene. I just think he's great when he's, like, allowed to push the boundaries a bit and not just be boy next door, goody-goody, copper, you know, meets up with his girlfriend for a beer and salt, goes home and watches the TV. You know, when he gets that extra bit that he gets to play around with, and it must be more fun to play bad cash than, it, you know, to play good cash as well. yeah. I think yeah. we need to see more of it. I'm not saying we need a corrupt cop. We've had loads of corrupt cops in the Bay, but just give him more emotional storylines, even if it's a personal thing. You know, a lot of the storylines he gets are because of Flick, aren't they? I think he doesn't yeah. have one of his own. I think they need to give him something of his own to get yeah. his teeth, teeth yeah. into. I agree. Well, he's hitting the bottle now, isn't he? I know. Um, you know, and he's you know, standing in the shower all forlorn and, mm. <laughs> you know, he's Eden, you know, he's he's keeping his distance from Eden a bit, is it? Well, he's dis- he's there, but he's distant, mm. if that makes any sense. So I don't know. We're going on this whole self-blaming route. It could go either way right now, but I'm I'm open to seeing it if we see more of that side of him. Yeah. Um, because it's way more enjoyable than him just ordering coffee on the way to work. Absolutely. I mean, even drunk cash, like, you, you know, oh, fun yeah. par- party cash was great as well. You know, that was something different that we didn't see. I love party cash. I'm not saying he has to be miserable. I just think give him something that's not just going to work, I think, and drinking mm. coffee in the dining. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. We've been saying that for ages, though, haven't we, since the Jasmine relationship, because we got bored of them two being very, very dull. That's together, true. Didn't, didn't we? Yeah. We did. Very true. I'm glad he's got new material. Mm. Right, somebody else who needs new material, Kirby. <laughs> um, so, 
<laughs> that, that's unfair. That's unfair. Um, I just needed to say so much segue into the next point. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, she's apologised to Theo about yeah. blooming time because she's been behaving. I've no, you know, we we went through it on your say last week. We haven't seen. She's not winning the um, favour mm-hmm. of the audience, is she? At the moment, no. she is impossible. So um, she apologised, which I thought was well long. Sorry, which I thought was long overdue. Mm. You know, um, she blames it all on Bob. Oh, I wasn't mm. ready. I wasn't ready mm. for relationship. So I'm thinking, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You knew that that was time ago. And okay, you can reflect on it, but don't try and justify that you've mm-hmm. been a cow uh, to, to Theo because of somebody else who's not here to defend themselves. A year I'm sorry, ago. That, yeah. mm-hmm, that did not wash with me. No. I'm sorry. So what, what was what was going on in the last 11 months? So the last 11 months, her and Theo have been, you know, tight as anything, getting on really well, like house on fire, mm-hmm. you know, really coupley, writing songs together, enjoying life together the last month or so she's been horrendous so why is it now that she suddenly realized that she got together with him too fast and that she's not really over all the stuff with bob that made her so you know mistrustful of men or whatever this storyline is because it's like i still don't really understand what's wrong with her Mm -hmm. what is is her beef i don't get it well for me it seems to be this whole justin's back and he's taken off he's taken power back off her the only mm. thing I can put it down to, because like you say, where has it come from? Mm. And I'm just thinking, the only thing I can see is that she's now no longer the puppet master. Mm. Like, you know, because she was covering all that side of the band, wasn't she, beforehand? And last week she's doing this whole, well, well it's very professional. Mm. Like, oh, I just want to zip it, woman. <laughs> um, Justin finally tells them that, you know, he's got the, he's got the Palais Metro. Like, you know, Ooh. must be a very good place. Never know? heard of it, but yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it's famous. Must be. Must be over there. Um, a good venue, music venue. But it's happening tonight. Remember, that's where we left off last week with mm. those as well. You know, he they had a cancel. That's the only. This album is being launched exactly two hours from now. <laughs> um, so, and and luckily the mix was nearly done. Oh my god, that was um, that was. Handy, you very know, handy. The, yeah, um, and it takes months normally. <laughs> it's happening tonight. Get on yep. board. Mm. In a nutshell, and um, they've got no name. They've got no artwork. They've got no look. They've got no no strategy. No marketing. No, I'm thinking, what on earth? And you were saying last week, this is doomed. Like mm. this is doomed before it's even off the ground. But it seems to go ahead quite um they pulled you know, it off without yeah. a hitch yeah yeah I think, i'd say they pulled it off i wouldn't say it was 100 percent successful but they definitely pulled pulled off an album launch didn't they so mm. i was surprised well, <laughs> looked like any other gig to me sounds like yeah. the album's digital mm. not there'll be no signed lps you know no um, you know, it's all digital, which is fair enough. Modern world and all the rest of it, dead easy. Um, the album launch itself to me looked like any other gig. And I was thinking, what's all been all the drama about? You know, other than getting the press there. And they seem to be able to get there at the drop of a hat anyway. So, mm. like, what was the drama all about in the end? And there's this Q&A, isn't there? 
quite an awkward Q&A, you know, the, the press are out for blood. They've overheard Bree, you know, slagging Mercedes off under her breath. So they, mm-hmm. they're running with that story instead of the success about the band. Is this album still doomed? The press seemed less interested in it, more interested in, the beef. you know, the yeah. belief. Yeah. That, that's more more of a, a clickbait headline, isn't it, than album really mm. good, you know, lyric launch album despite feud with violinist you know <laughs> that's more mm. you'd click on that wouldn't you yeah that's true it's more yeah. interesting i mean when i say interesting i only mean i don't mean like fascinating marginally <laughs> yeah yeah mm, i don't know I, I think i think they did pull it off i think you know obviously theo in the in the q a after they'd asked about um you know the beef What's the beef with mm. the, the violinist? They were already a little bit, you know, on side, weren't they? A bit like, oh, what, how do you know about this? What's going on? Why are you asking about this? Why are you not asking about the album? And then they go to Theo and say, you know, what, ha- what happened with you? You've got no experience of being in a band before. So, you know, are you are you nervous? How do you feel about it? And he just, he, he said nothing, did he? And then she was kind of like, oh, I think we've got our answer. So I, just, I felt so sorry for him at that point. I knew it was going to happen though. And because we read out something about, Theo chokes at the um the launch yeah. first look last week and I thought well he's yeah. got through he's got through the songs okay so it's got to be the Q&A that's going to go wrong so I was waiting for it at this point but yeah I was yeah yeah it was pretty obvious that it was going to happen I did feel for him and who steps in but the old yeah. ex-girlfriend and she seems mm. to have herself right together knows exactly what to say seems to they seem to lap it up as well don't they the old yeah you know, rags <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm I'm wondering now whether we're at a point where because we, we we've been guessing about a band breakup, haven't we, mm. for a little while? Um, we've we've been sort of talking. Are we trying to are we trying to undo this band? You know, yeah. twelve months down the line. So I'm I'm sort of trying to make it happen in my mind. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like how's I'm trying to work out how that would happen and I've because I've got it in my mind it's happening and I'm mm. wondering now whether um Kirby is is going there's going to be a bit of a power tussle here because mm. Kirby's taking over a bit and she's 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 been too used to sort of ruling the roost a bit um, yeah. you know, and 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 controlling it whether that's going to start you know hacking the others off a bit yeah it might do yeah that that could be I don't think that's gone away because her personality has not changed back to what it was a few months ago has it she's still quite fiery Mm. quite angry at the world um and I don't know whether we've heard the last of Mercedes I know she's gone but the fact that she's she was brought up at the press conference again you know we've not forgotten about her and also you know they've made this massive deal about having Mercedes on the live album, um, you know the recordings and whatever. And now when people go and see the band live, they're not going to sound like the album because they don't have the violinist. And I think that's really weird. I do. Yeah, I think that it's is just weird, a, it's such a really it's a really weird decision to make to say we have to have a violinist on our tracks. It's what makes our sound pop. And then you go and see them live, and they, it's like, well, it doesn't sound the same as the album. I think that's a really weird thing to do. Yeah, I tell you what though, song for cash sounded good, didn't it? That always sounds good. Nice that's my favourite that. one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Nice to hear that again. I started singing it to Chris, and he was not happy. <laughs> <It> was <just laughs> singing, singing along to it. Shush. Was like, what the hell? 
how do you even know the words? I was like, I've heard it so many times. Well, we've like, only heard the, the same three lines. <laughs> <laughs> Not hard to learn a lyric song either, really. They're quite, yeah, quite catchy. Catch it, yeah, that's it. So let's see. It might not just be the press out for blood. There might be a bit of infighting going on, and I'm sure we'll all be itching to see it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Irene and Maz. Mm. So spit it out, Dal. What's on your mind? Says Irene to Maz. Um. And she's talking about, because Marilyn's got it in her mind now, she feels really bad, doesn't she, that, you know, Irene's a poor little lonely old woman and <laughs> she feels sorry for her. So she's she's offering to go out for dinner one night and all the rest of it. Come over to my house for a manny and a tarot. And she's that's <laughs> it. You know, Irene doesn't want the charity. She's quite, no. you know, you know, you're thinking of me as your sad, lonely old friend. And I'm thinking, Do you know, I, I sort of see that. I think that would be my reaction. You know, mm. if I yeah. was in Irene's shoes, I think I'd be a bit like, you just, if it was something we did often, fair enough, but now you want me to come over for a manic, I've never done that before. You know, yeah. like, it's not something we do often. Why now? And you wouldn't have offered it if I hadn't said I was like, exactly. Yeah. yeah so exactly. it doesn't feel genuine, does it? That's the problem. No. no, even though the meaning is probably well. From oh, yeah. Marilyn. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really buying it. And, and I don't think Irene is. Um, and then um, she goes home, doesn't she? Irene to a lonely, quiet house and a oh. scrabble board. <laughs> solitude. This, this she spells out the oh. only word on the scrabble board, and it's solitude. I nearly <laughs> broke me that. <laughs> nearly broke me. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, crying into your brew. Oh, I don't, you don't want to be crying <laughs> at quarter to seven of the evening on on a Wednesday. <laughs> Could have time as any. Could have time as any. Oh, it was awful. I felt so bad for her. Now this is going on. She's there in solitude with oh. no one to play with, and um, just thinking of that. Just sorry, I'll just come back to that. Um, like next time I'm in the house alone, I think I might try something like that. <laughs> start what, rearranging. Start rearranging the letters on the fridge. <laughs> it'll t- it'll turn into Ouija if you're not careful. It'll start oh, no, moving don't. on its own. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it. <laughs> Most haunted. I'm, plant- I'm planting the seeds in your head so you get a poltergeist in your house. <laughs> I've got to stop it. <laughs> what was that noise? Scrabble, Scrabble board spelling out. Coastal news. Coastal news. <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> moving on. Um, Marilyn's doing something I didn't quite agree with over at Salt. She's going in there and she's telling oh. Mac all about it. Mm. I thought, Maz in a big mouth, you know. know. And it's just off the back of the week where, you know, she, she's just learned that the whole Jirene thing was because Irene didn't want her <laughs> gossiping. You know, she said, mm-hmm. well, if you just asked me, instead of gossiping behind my back, which I hate. I hate people talking about me behind my back and whispering and gossiping and rumours. And what's she doing? She's gone straight to Mac and started gossiping. I was like, you've not learned your lesson, woman. I know. I, have you noticed these days, Marilyn never does. No, she, she doesn't. She never, ever learns. She never... Mm. I, I feel like she's she's listening, but she's... Not she's, really listening. Not, not taking she's it not on hearing. Board. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and I, I don't know whether that's a trait I'm warming to. She's one of my favourites of all time. But yeah. I'm, it's something about her that doesn't sit right with me, that. It's not how um, she used to be, is it? She's mm. always been very, very mindful and very thoughtful and very empathetic. You know, that was the whole her whole USP, wasn't it, really? That she is... Mm very empathetic and I think I think she's lost a bit of that I don't know whether it's like you say it's on purpose and her character's been changed to, to fit these kind of storylines but it doesn't yeah. when you've watched this show when you've seen Marilyn for 30 odd years you're just like that's not what she'd do mm. I mean I know you're going to change aren't you as you grow you know yeah not, you know, we're not all the same as we are when we're 20 do you know what I mean no, and I get but that. your morals don't your morals well that's that, true mm. 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 And I don't, I don't know if some of these actions that Marilyn has these days f- sits with Marilyn's image. Mm. I really don't. I really don't. Um, and it's fine if that's the way her character goes. I can't, you know, it's, it gives us something else about her character. We don't have to like everything about it, do we? No. Yeah. yeah true. Um, it gives us something to psychoanalyze <laughs> on a Friday night. <laughs> um, and of course, Mac has a better idea. She's coming with her. So this turns into like a bit of a trip for Mac and Maz over to Irene's house when she's just sitting there in silence, staring at the at the wall. Mm. So she, Irene opens the door to find them both there with food and things. And, and Max and Mac's a bit like, oh, you know, I can't go, you know. She doesn't, she doesn't want the sort of pity, does she? But she does no. sort of warm up to it and she lets them in. And they have a nice meal and she realises she's had a good time. You know, yeah. and they have a nice evening, nice girly evening. Marilyn gets out the tarot and she does a reading and, you know, you know, and it's just a bit of a giggle, you know, and it was a nice evening. But she's realising, Irene, that she needs something in her life, you know, mm-hmm. something else, because at home's too quiet for her. She suggests yeah. going to Yabby Creek to learn Italian. Yes. And then maybe going to Italy, and then that's when she sort of goes, oh, yeah, what will I do? With, you know, I can go to Yabby Creek and learn Italian, but what am I going to do with that knowledge? <laughs> am I going to go to Italy? I think she should. I think no, she should get she, on a... She could have a storyline where she falls in love with her Italian tutor. Oh, and he's, yes. And he's, and he's 30 years her her junior. I'm up for this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't yeah. that be good to see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're listening, make it happen, writers. Make there is a group on. Uh, <laughs> there is. Alistair Jacob found it. <laughs> Yabby Creek in group Italian lessons there. 1995 bargain. Yeah. Down in Creek's got everything. So get down there and get signed up, girl, and get flirting with Marco or whatever his name is probably is. Mm. Um thinking thoughts on where we go next with this like other than Italian lessons which was probably just a passing comment but we've run with it um I think the fact that they've mentioned borders and renters and tenants and I don't know how how different words for people staying in your house Irene I think the the fact that we've mentioned that several times now in several scenes and she keeps saying I've lived on my own for a year now and not had any tenants or any borders or whatever I think we've due a newcomer or or somebody from the bay that needs to move out and into Irene's. She's, um, she's getting away from stray coming think, her way. I think mm-hmm. it's it's trying to, to prepare us for a new face or for a new person to move out of somewhere else and move in with Irene. I can't think who it would be if it was a current cast member. 
I've been trying to wrap my brains. Apart from Marilyn get, getting away from Rue when Rue comes back from hospital. That's all I can think. Mm, yeah, because Rue's going to be a little bit annoyed, I reckon. Mm. Um, rightly so. <laughs> Blown up. Um, yeah, you could be right. And and actually, I'm loving it because we're back at Eileen's house. The set's yeah. back up. Yay! My favourite house on Home and Away, the beach house. Yeah. If we can get more action back in there on a regular, mm. bring it on. It's one of my favourite sets and it means Irene will be in the centre. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely being set up for an Irene story here, aren't we? And they're always delicious. Always delicious. As delicious as that beef lasagna that she left in the (laughs) oven for two days. (laughs) (laughs) Now, listen, I saw you chatting with a listener. I did. Saying that you would would go for it. Yeah, to be fair. I I think I said... It's not very often I get cooked for. So, you know, if someone's cooking for me and they're willing to, to you know, dish it up and, and I won't have mm. to lift a finger, I probably would eat a burnt lasagna. <laughs> yeah, and the crispy cheese is the best bit. It is. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's like on the cottage pie or whatever. The crispy oh, yeah. cheese on the top. Yeah, mm. that's true. Yeah, you always pick that bit off first, don't you, and eat mm. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. two days in the oven, it's going to be, it's not, yeah. But <laughs> might need the dentist afterwards, but yeah. Now, Marley, um, after a load of like nonsense about him not being happy about the way Xander does his lessons, um, it has a bit of a photo shoot with Rose to promote the board shop. Mm-hmm. Um, my, which I hate the name still, Mantray Boards. Um, I thought that was quite <laughs> clever on screen, actually. That was quite a fun way to start an episode, the way mm-hmm. that was um, you know, framed. With yeah. all the pictures and different shots on the screen. I thought that was quite cool. Dif- different way to start the day, I would say. Yeah. Um, caught my eye. And after very all that, modern. Mom, very, very modern. modern very as modern. As we were talking about very recently on your Sound of the Bay, very modern use of technology, social media. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous, as some on Facebook think so. <laughs> Too modern. Back to high school. Bring back fostering. Oh, um, <laughs> oh God! What have you done? <laughs> His mum sees it. I'm only saying what the people well, are saying. I'm only Marley's saying. mum's embraced social media. She has. She's she been there all over the socials. Vicky underscore H there. Um, who who and... we may or may not have looked up on Instagram. <laughs> that poor Chinese ladies, un- unbeknownst to her. yeah it wasn't the same yeah she's got a sea of coastal news listeners on her way this weekend (laughs) um uh, do you know what in a minute remind me i want to go on and follow and see what happens anyway uh, (laughs) (laughs) you'll get done for stalking cyber stalker (laughs) the next storyline out here um so marley so mum's obviously got questions remember mum didn't wasn't told that marley moved to summer bay it was yep. a la- hang on a minute. it was alendra not alandra not alandra 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 by the sea or something mm-hmm. yeah consummated by the sea <laughs> um <laughs> Marley's mum's a bit of a go, isn't she, with her stories oh. about how she uh, con- conceived her children? 
dear. I was going to say, let's play, a game, let's play a game of what we'd have to call our children, but that's going to be a bit personal. <laughs> <laughs> a Pinot Grigio. <laughs> Here's my little baby back seat. <laughs> This is my beautiful daughter, <laughs> South Pier. <laughs> and her twin sister, Tiger Tiger. Oh, God. Tiger Tiger? Oh. <laughs> Nightclub <laughs> name or whatever. Blimey. Oh, God. All sorts. Yeah, it would be... Um... Yeah, I'm not going to go there, actually. Better not. Someone should have bought that poor woman a, a, a baby names book because she was yeah. just calling her babes after wherever they were consumed. Um, consumed? Not consumed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different storyline. <laughs> <laughs> consumed. Nando's. Nando's baby. <laughs> oh, Little Berry Berry. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good name. It's a good. It's as good. As good a name as Marley, isn't it? So, so tasty. I named it twice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? We've gone to the. We've gone to the bad place. <laughs> this is the bad place. Oh dear. I'm just going to move on. Um, <laughs> Marley introduces <laughs> introduces Rose to um, Vicky um, and Alandra. Al- <laughs> I can't know how to say Alandra now. I think I'm doing it wrong. I think it's um, just. I think it's how we pronounce it. Is you know Alandra. I think she was saying Alandra. Alandra, wasn't she? Well, I don't know. To me, she was saying the same thing. She was saying it like anyway. someone from, from, from London would say it, like Elandra, whereas we would say uh, Elandra, wouldn't we? All right. Um, quit, like, the, you know, the Queen's English RP. It's the, it's the bath grass glass oh, thing, yeah. isn't it? There's an R in it and there isn't. There's no okay. R. <laughs> okay, now, um, now, now you've said it like that, I understand now. So, <laughs> um, so they meet up in a lovely spot. Have a bit of a picnic. Bit bit frosty the initial reception, wasn't it? She's a bit annoyed, is Vicky, mm. about things. A but bit. she soon warms <laughs> she soon warms up to Rose and they, they get to talking, don't they? Mm. And it all seems like it's going well. Gorgeous scenes, I thought, these. And we have um we have what is I was gonna use the word diversity, but it's a great thing to celebrate, actually, mm. that home and away is 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 doing this you know and including a family like marley's family because um it's really important to share those stories and to educate a bit as well you know about about diversity in australia and i thought these were gorgeous scenes did you yeah absolutely and we we actually got a tweet from friend of the pod marty um who is an an editor on the show because i tweeted something about how a bit flippant to be honest about how 
I didn't understand why Marley's mum would be so anti her grown-up son, you know, having a life, going to the bay, getting a job there, a business there, essentially, and, you know, having a girlfriend. I was, I was, because it's so unrelatable to me, um, you know, my family's, you know, my family was more like, flee the nest already, you know, when I was 18, it was like, yeah. are you still here? Get out, you know, that kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. It yeah. wasn't, you know, I didn't have that kind of, obviously we're close, but I didn't have that kind of, you know, the family unit is is what you stay with. And, you know, I, I was pushed to, to go and travel and go and go off to uni and, and live my own life, whereas I don't think Marley was. And now that it's been explained to me by Marty that um, this is more of an Aboriginal culture thing, mm-hmm. um, where, you know, the, the kids kind of play a more active role with the parents and and stay close and, and they don't kind of do what Mar- Marley's did. Marley's kind of break, broken the mould a little bit by moving away from, from yeah. the family town and moving away to the bay and that would have you know caused a bit of an upset for his mum and everything and which is why this has all happened obviously she's very cross with him when we see her you know I'm quite scared of her already but now I'm understanding why Marley didn't want to tell her because I'm like god she is, she is yeah. scary like I'm a bit scared yeah. of her like I probably wouldn't have told her I've got a girlfriend either um yeah it's really interesting to see that because i hadn't it hadn't really crossed my mind because you know from a very isolated uh you know naive point of view from from thinking about my life i was thinking that this is really weird you know he's an adult let him do what he wants why is it a big deal but now having had that explained to me i'm like okay i get it now and that's really important and that's what this show is about isn't it because we've had insights into the maori uh culture through the piratas and yeah. now we're getting the Aboriginal side of things from from Marley's family. So I think this is really good. I think we needed it. I think I'm glad we're Me seeing too. more of Marley because there's some stuff with Marley that I've been like, I don't really understand him as much as I think I should do. And now I'm hoping some of those answers will come from meeting his mum. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I feel I feel exactly the same. And I think I'm hoping and I'm actually quite excited now to learn to grow and you know, grow to love him yes you know like I think this is the moment now you know we talk about oh, we never really like new characters on home it takes ages to get to like them yeah. then once you do you like love them I yeah. think this is going to be a classic moment now and I think yeah. this, I'm, I'm I'm putting a lot on Vicky to be the catalyst here now mm. you know I feel like we might have a bit of a culture clash type storyline mm. um she says yeah. to him tonight doesn't she you know your if your dad could see you now you know mm. and I thought that 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 what a thing to say like that guilt and that blame but then I'm thinking mm. it's almost he's broken out as he and he's doing things that you know in 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 the culture you and I were brought up in would be like what's wrong with you it's completely yeah. normal you know like yeah. he's he's not doing anything wrong he's not he, why is that shameful why is that bad yeah. um so we we're being educated as well mm. and he's doing these things that his peers are doing coming from a similar culture yeah you know like yeah I I think this is going to be very interesting if done really well and I think Mm. it will be I think it'll be done really well and really sensitively the answer we've been waiting for for months about why Marley doesn't like police looks like it's coming Mm. because when Vicky learns that Rose is a cop she runs a mile Mm. yeah we haven't seen the reasoning yet, have we? But there was a little clip at the end of the 6.30pm episode on Friday at, in the trailer 
Mm. Where I think Alandra says to Rose, as Marley told you about our family and, you know, our beef with cops. And she says, oh, no, you don't trust them. And she goes, right, yeah, there's stuff you need to know. So we're mm. going to find out next week, aren't we, what the deal is. And I'm I'm really glad because that was bugging me. Do you remember that was bugging me for ages? And I re- that's it was. Something- <laughs> That is something yep. about him. I really wanted to know why. Why was that? A, why was that a problem? Yeah. And you can you can almost piece it together now. Mm. Why Marley had this sort of inner battle with? Oh, I really like her, but she's mm. cut. So because yeah. he yeah. called the whole thing off at one point because of it. Yeah, I mean they they mentioned that tonight, didn't they? Because Rose said something like, "Oh, when we got back together," and and Vicky says, "Oh, you broke up," and I was like, "Well, yeah," because they got together. Then he found out that she was a cop, and then he dumped her. And then they didn't talk to her. And then she managed to sort of convince him and say, you know, I don't know what's happened before, but give me a chance. We're not all bad. Um, and then mm. they got back together, didn't they? So, yeah. And that, I think that was the first time they broke up. I think they've broken up twice, actually. But that was the first time they kind of got together and then they didn't get together. And then they got together again and didn't mm-hmm. get together. So it's it's been a bit rocky. Yeah. Um, but it was a huge, huge deal. At the beginning. And we talked about it for a couple of episodes on the pod at the time yeah. and then it was never mentioned again was it mm-hmm. and obviously you and I have spoken quite openly about our struggles on feeling anything for these two mm. we really needed this extra layer I feel yes we, I think I think we really needed this it came at the right time because we we've all about we all just given up on them haven't we really it gives it um, a new dynamic doesn't it because we're finding them a bit boring and a bit the chemistry is not really there but if there's the whole now it feels like a more of a Romeo and Juliet kind of story where the family doesn't mm. want them together and, and you know they're saying Marley you can't date her and he's going to probably carry on dating her anyway that gives it at least an interesting tangent to the to the relationship that we're not finding that exciting as a yeah. as a as a as a unit on its own if that makes sense yeah this is it absolutely right we've got time just to visit Alf and his oh. medical issues here now all I, every scene with Alf this week I've just been thinking about what your reaction is to that scene <laughs> like, <laughs> well, what does Sophie think of this what does Sophie, oh, I wonder what Sophie Sophie's thought heartbroken this. Sophie's heartbroken oh. I mean, no, nobody warns you about the grief that you feel seeing the characters on the TV that you love get old <laughs> it makes me sad Oh. We're talking, of course, about Alf's hearing. He's been having trouble hearing things. Like, this sort of hit me like a train like, out of nowhere, this. like Same. You know, he seems, was hearing, you know, he seemed to be having conversations fine when we last saw him last week. Mm. Um, but it seems he's been struggling and John's noticed, Marley's noticed, and they're all talking about how he's not paying attention. He's very grumpy. Mm. And you're like, what is going on? He's yelling at Martha on the phone and he's yelling at this and yelling at John. And you're thinking, what? calm down, man. What is going on? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, take a cheat. You're going to have another heart attack. There's another telly on the list, <laughs> oh, you know? Yeah. Um, and it, um, John tries to speak to Marilyn about it, who doesn't really believe him at first, and then sort of does a little testing of her own and realises he's only picking up what she's saying when he's able to see her, you know, lip read and all the other sort of body mm-hmm. language and all that other stuff that actually you do unconsciously, you know, as part of language. Mm. Um, you know, he, he, when she's got her back to him, he can't hear a thing. He doesn't hear the blooming 
what's it called honk the polaris yeah the polaris doesn't hear that behind no, him no. what is going on here where's this come from i don't know it's, How it's very very strange like you say it's not it's come out of nowhere like uh, two weeks ago not a clue that alf had got a hearing problem and now all of a sudden he can't use the phone to talk to martha because he can't hear her he can't hear john and marley when they're asking him to sign for marley's parcel he can't hear marilyn when she's got her back to him this what when when you don't lose your hearing overnight this is you know if we're led to believe that this is an age-related storyline that he's got mm. he's he's got to that age now where he's a little bit older his hearing's starting to go as it does with many of us you know it's a normal part of life isn't it so it's not going to happen overnight is it or am i being ignorant no, no, and and, and I'm and you start questioning, you know, have I missed things, you know, has there been mm. occasions where he's asked someone to repeat themselves and I've just not even noticed, you know, I've been yeah. going over it and over it the last couple of days thinking, have I, have I missed the cue, the, the clues here? Well, you know, I watch I him like an absolute hawk and I haven't seen it come in. So, I don't know. Right. Well, that puts me, uh, you know, that makes me feel a bit better. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, what this is about, whether it's just for giving him a story's sake. I don't know. But um, is it because hope... he's in the bay and they've got nothing else to give him because Rue's not there. So there's no Rue and Alf seems anymore. So uh... they've got to they've got to give him a storyline to keep him up. Because otherwise, what's he going to do? Sit in the diner all day drinking tea? Well, I don't change. know. For a change. <laughs> but normally he'd be he'd be getting involved with whatever drama Rue's involved with, wouldn't he? But that's, that's true. There's nothing yeah. going on there at the moment because she's not there. It's it's really weird that he's even in the bay and he's not with Martha or Rue. So it's a story know. that can easily be fixed with an earring aid as well. Exactly. It's I, a short term storyline. Do you isn't think it? do you I wonder if they're writing this in is Ray having problems? Have you seen anything? I haven't. No, I haven't. No, I'll Google it later and see if I can find anything. But I haven't seen anything. So maybe he in real life. But then hearing aids nowadays, you 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 know you don't see them. That's true. Yeah. They're, they're very discreet these days, aren't they? So to you know, like back in the day, you'd have to you know if a, if a character. If an actor had a hearing aid, you'd have to write it into the show because they were to, yeah. they were visible, yeah. weren't they? But I think these days you can get stuff that's really discreet and you can barely see them. So I don't know. Was, I'll, have to, I'll have to look it up. There was somebody I used to work with who had a hearing aid and she couldn't hear anything in front. But if you were behind her, she could hear every word. Behind her, oh, around, really? you couldn't talk. You couldn't talk about her. Can't talk about it. behind her back. <laughs> <literally>. <laughs> She'd hear it, but in front she couldn't hear a thing if you were in front of her. So you can Funny that, in her face, not to her back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so random. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. So hopefully, hopefully it's not too tough because you know Alf's a bit sensitive reaction. I'm, I'm feeling here on the pod if Alf is really struggling with this. It's just that reminder that he's getting on a bit, and that I'm not mm. ready to. I'm not ready to let him go. You know, it's when you see your parents aging or your grandparents aging, and you're just like, oh no! Like it just makes you feel sad. And I've, I've told you for ages, I'm not ready to let Mr. Yeah. Stewart go. He's he is, you know, my TV granddad. So it does make me sad to see him aging, on screen, if not in real life. 
Oh, and you know I don't share the same level of sentiment. No, no, I know. But if it was Irene or Marilyn or somebody, and you know that, that whole Irene storyline with the loneliness, you know, if she started bawling her eyes out in her house and and getting you know very visibly upset about being lonely and isolated, I'm sure that would pull your heartstrings, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right, Sai, it's that time again. Uh, uh, oh. I feel like we need, yeah, you know, I think we need Lyric to write as a little jingle for USA on the Bay so that we can introduce it with a little, you know, musical interlude. That'd be cool. Do, you, do you think? Yeah. yeah it'd probably go something like, you're say on the bay, yay, yay. <laughs> That's not enough notes hit there. You've got to go, you say on the bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you make me fall apart with your comments on Twitter. Uh, yeah, are you ready? Are you ready mm-hmm. for your sound debate? Another round. So I think so. Yeah, ready, ready, mm-hmm. ready. If anybody does want to do a little jingle for us for your sound debate, up for that. Anybody wants to send us one in? I'm not very musical at all, as you can tell, and I have no no talent whatsoever. So if oh, anybody yeah. else email wants to one, go, yeah, email one <laughs> in. We'll pick the yeah. papers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So for anyone who's new here, this is Your Sound the Bay. This is where we look at what you think about the episodes that have just aired this week for Home and Away, wherever you've watched them on My Five or Five Star or Channel Five. Um what we do oh ooh, ooh, Channel Five. Oh boo. Boo boo. Yes. So we're on all the socials we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on threads youtube and we look at what you post on the socials more importantly um and we tweet along on twitter so we're still calling it twitter we watch the show at 6 30 p.m monday to friday on five star here in the uk and we do a tweet along so anybody that wants to get involved come and talk to us on the hashtag home and away talk about what you're thinking about the show chip in we've had loads of you this week it's been really good um, chipping in on on the conversation so I've been looking at what you've been saying online and I'm going to read some of the comments out to Sai because you don't know what I've picked do you no no completely blind surprise 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 I'm, I'm sitting up I'm sitting up right here and everything <laughs> I'm sorry, can you can we do more silly impressions please I can't actually do a very good silly impression but I'll try I'll work on it. I'll work on it. We'll tell you it's good. <laughs> I can't do any accents. I'm going to do my own accent. That's about it. A lot. Have you got a Laura Laura comments? <laughs> <laughs> Laura Laura comments. <laughs> I wonder where you were going with that then. I was like, I've fast, based on our previous off-air conversation, I thought we were going somewhere else. Mm. Um, but no. So I've got a few topics to talk to you about this week. So the first topic is Flick. So obviously Flick, because this storyline is still mm. rumbling on. This blackmail storyline this week has come to a head, hasn't it? So for the last, I think, two... <laughs> oh, no, don't, <laughs> don't go there with the puns because I'll lose it. <laughs> Apologies, already lost it. Um, the last couple of episodes that we've done, we've talked about the blackmail story on your say on the bay and we've talked about how it started off as such a good story the sexual assault storyline it's a horrible thing to say that it's a good Mm. storyline because it's an awful awful topic um Mm. but it's been it got so much praise that first week 
of this storyline got so much praise on social media. The episodes at Battle of the Bands, the episode in the hospital where she was with Brie and she was, you know, getting the um, sexual assault kit, um, the testing done at hospital. Everybody was praising those episodes and saying how good they were, how well portrayed they were by Jackie. Um, so we started off really strong in terms of, you know, the, the audience being on board with the storyline. Then the last couple of weeks, I've been reading out a lot of comments on Your Sound the Bay from people saying that they're frustrated now that it's turned to this salacious blackmail storyline that's cheapened the storyline. Mm. Um, and, you know, why have they done this? Why have they exaggerated it? This week, okay, some of these comments are still going, I'll be honest. Some of these, you know, the yeah. comments about we didn't need the blackmail, etc. But because this week we've seen these really good scenes of Flick, you know, taking control back, you know, because we last week a lot of the comments were saying, you know, why is she paying this guy? Why is she pandering to him? This week she, you know, she took a stance. She said, I'm not going to be the victim anymore. And she did something really brave or stupid, possibly a bit of both. Yeah. And, you know, lured him into that trap, got the pictures and then, you know, has, has now told Cash the whole thing. And we've had loads of people commenting this week on Jackie's performance um, of these scenes and saying just how brilliant she's been and, and what a great performance she's she's done. So I'm going to read out some of these comments because I think it's really important that we we acknowledge this. Um, yeah. So on Facebook, they put that video of her behind the steering wheel when Cash and Tane turn up and uh. she's going, I got him, I got him, you know, and showing the pictures, I got him. Um, so they, they showed this on Facebook and lots of people commented on the video. So Sarah Jane on Facebook said she really is a fabulous actress. Julie yeah. says she's been brilliant in this storyline. Um, Melanie says she breaks my heart. Catherine says she's an amazing actress. Um, Jeanette says what an amazing actress. Such a heartbreaking storyline and very difficult to watch. I'm so pleased they've caught him. Um, Sarah says, I love Flick and Tane. I'm so glad that they're going to bring that monster down. I hope Cash doesn't get into trouble for doing what he's done. Hard to remember that, that sometimes this is not a real uh, real story. It is for some people. That's I think that's why it's hitting home with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, D says, well, I don't know why you didn't trust your brother, but your bravery is commendable. Go, girl, for fighting back. We should never let the bad guys win. Um, Olwyn says her acting skills are amazing. I was in bits. Well done, Jackie. Um, comment uh, after comment about how good loads, the performance has been. Mm -hmm. Loads. And Michelle says Fisty's acting is amazing. This storyline, she deserves many awards for acting skills. So this is only, I think I only picked about 10 comments, but there was so many comments saying the same thing that Jackie's, I think Jackie's performance of this storyline has has won people over again. You know, they started to wane in the middle with the blackmail and things and, and when she was paying him off and everything else. But the fact that she's, you know, she's she's done the flick thing. She's come back. She's fighting. She's on top again. And yeah. it's, it's won people around. And, and it's just, I think it's really important to acknowledge because she yeah, is right. such a yeah. fabulous actress and she's so good at these scenes. Um, and lots of people are saying it. She is. And I'll be gutted if she doesn't get that um, inside soap award. Yeah, when is that? Because the, the, the voting to... closed ages ago, so I don't know when they've announced the mm. winner. Mm. I'll be mm. gutted if she doesn't, and she definitely next year, come come hell or high water, needs that Logie. She needs to get right. nominated, absolutely. She didn't mm. even get nominated this year, that was mm. a travesty, really. Because looking at nominated. this one, if she was nominated, she'd have landslided it, looking at some of these. I mean, I know we're only looking at one 
very small part of the internet. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it's good that her hard work and her, you know, her portrayal, mm. so raw, her raw portrayal has um, has got so much acknowledgement because it deserves it. Absolutely, yeah. So the second topic is her brother, Cash. So, <laughs> Cash, mm. what are you doing? Why are you interviewing your sister's attacker? Is this compromisation? Is this too risky? These are the questions I was asking on Twitter this week. You know, why? Why is he interviewing this scumbag? What if this scumbag lawyers up and then, you know, he now knows that Cash is, you know, the brother of the victim. What if he uses that against them? What if he turns on them and says, you know, well... The way that my interview was conducted was it was you know inadmissible to court. The way that he gathered the evidence was inadmissible. You know, there's loads of things that you could argue um, because he's got too close to this case. So I I tweeted this on in the week, and we've had a few people responding. So Faye came back. She said, "I've literally just said this out loud. This would never happen in real life. Uh, I mean, I yeah. know we have to take this with a pinch of salt. It's a soap. It's home and away. Yeah. You know, the drop the drama, yeah. etc." Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not real life, but people people do get frustrated because I think these days people watch a lot of um, crime drama and true yeah. crime as well. Oh, um, yeah. We yeah. see a lot of this kind of stuff in in lots of programmes and when it's so starkly different in Home and Away, the, the protocols and the processes by the police in Home and Away are so different to other um, entertainment shows. It feels it feels really obvious, doesn't it, when there's a, a flaw in the storyline, I think. Yeah, if you're comparing um, Cash's, Cash here to Line of Duty. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he'd, he'd be a bent cop, wouldn't he? He'd be, he'd be getting investigated as a bent copper. So, oh. yeah, he's not as bad as some of them, but he'd, he's some of his... Um, his practices are questionable let's put it that way we need to teach more viewers about the just jenny it just jenny it yeah yeah just go mm-hmm. with it jenny anderson as we mm-hmm. say if, you, if you're new to the pod we say just jenny it a lot of the time jennifer anderson's mm-hmm. film just go with it that's what we mean just mm-hmm. go with it just roll with mm-hmm. it just suck mm-hmm. it up and accept enjoy. everything and <laughs> you'll enjoy it way more <laughs> you do enjoy it more yeah absolutely <laughs> Uh, Yvonne tweeted to us I can't understand why he's on the case is there no other cop in that cop shop good question it's a good question because these scenes I think we mentioned on the on the main pod you know where he's saying to Rose go and do the arrest because I you know I'm a brother I can't get involved Rose is there we know at least and she took another cop didn't she she said you're with me the, the this poor guy didn't have a name or a line but he was in the background and he went off to arrest the guy with Rose there are other people that could have done this or he could have been the one with the camera and she could have done the interview and then he would have been a bit more hands-off. Um, yeah. I think there's a lot of people saying this. For me, I was saying the same thing. I was criticising it. And then we got that really cool scene, you know, with the, you know, Cash's mm. fantasy of smashing mm-hmm. his head on the table. And I was like, okay, I forgive it all because I enjoyed that so much. I'll, and I mean, I'll be honest, it. how many times have you watched it? Twice I have. I might watch it again at the weekend. <laughs> And I've, also, and also the sh- I've only seen the shower bit once I might watch that bit again um, mm-hmm. yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> apologies uh, I've had a wine now so I'm just chatting um, <laughs> Sharon says it's too risky because I said is this a big risk you know is he taking too much of a risk compromising the case and Sharon said yeah. it's too risky it wouldn't happen in reality 
It's going the same direction as Colby. Um, where's the old sergeant oh. that used to be there, Sergeant McCarthy? And this triggered a memory because we talk about um, Emerson, don't we? Mike Emerson. Mm. And mm. I completely forgot about McCarthy. So Sharon reminded me of a, a character that's, it should be there, but they're not. You know, it's just a lot of people are noticing that this police station is a bit thin on the ground. And it seems yeah. a, a bit ridiculous in and a way. Like, who is Cash sort of yeah. reporting to? Like yeah. who's in charge here, you know. If he if he did get in trouble, who's the one that's gonna reprimand him? Mm, mm. Who's keeping him in check? Because Rose is his subordinate, isn't she? Like he's yeah. higher up the ranks than Rose's. Yeah. It's a good Absolutely. question. It's a good mm, question. Who's, where, who's where, the gaffer? Who's in charge around here? But yeah. Mm. And lots of people are saying this. Jacob we were, were we Ooh. we did say didn't we sorry we did say on you know through our episode discussion we feel like this has is has already unravelled any yes. sort of conviction court case mm. um, and we fear that you know that might be where we end up and that I just wonder what's going to happen with Cash and Felicity's relationship yeah. if that was to happen yeah. That would be bad. Wouldn't thinking it? about, it yeah. Puts them back at square one. You know, we've come a long way with these two. So, mm. oh God, I don't want to see it really, but mm. yeah. Um, Jacob on Twitter said, How unprofessional is Yabby Creek Police Department? Flick was allowed <laughs> to stay at the, the station, even though her suspected attacker was about to be arrested and taken back there. And then they met at the door, which was always going to happen. And now Cash is interviewing the guy. You know, so Jacob's sort of echoing what we said on the main pod. That mm. is she, why was she there? Why was she in the station when Cash, you know, she's, he said to her, Rose has gone off to, to arrest the guy. Well, get, get Flick out of there then. Yeah, Don't let's stand there in the middle of the bloody police station while he walks in with his smug rapist face. You know, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, that was insane, that. It was insane. I mean, it was, for the audience, it was kind of like a <gasps> moment. You know what I mean? It was, you know, the high drums. But yeah. at the same time, it was like, oh, really? This wouldn't happen, surely. So there's that credibility, isn't there? There's that drama versus credible storyline. Yeah, and that sometimes takes you out of the storyline, doesn't it? Because yeah. it's so far the other way. Yeah. You can't possibly sort of sink yourself in because it's just ridiculous yeah you're you know, too busy there, there picking your fine... phone up to tweet yeah <laughs> yeah there's a fine line isn't there you just think you just lose it then don't you because you're a bit like yeah. oh come on now yeah you yeah. know you, you can you can only accept so much can't you really yeah absolutely um, yeah when it comes to things like that and then to sum up cash for this week and what everyone's saying about cash on on social media we've got david's tweet and david said cash is the worst cop in the history of television <laughs> blimey <laughs> david you didn't have hold back on your on your criticism there um, i mean i think cash is feeling it this week i think cash has actually read your tweet david because on friday's 6 30 p.m episode he's questioning himself whether he's in the right career whether he should be mm. a cop. You know, his own sister didn't trust him with this secret um, that she was being blackmailed and, ex you know, this extortion storyline was going on behind his back and he's paid that 10 grand to her. You know, and now he's questioning if my own sister can't trust me, if my own sister can't come to me with a problem, you know, am I a good cop? Am I? Should I be in this job? So I think David is actually asking himself if he's the worst cop ever at the moment as well. <laughs> so... Mm. 
remains mm. to be seen what the outcome of that is. What about that lyric album launch then? What do people <laughs> think about that? I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of the same comments. I mean, oh God, how many lyric comments have I read out in the last year um, to you in, mm. in your sound debate? Hundreds probably. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not massively popular and we know this they are marmite uh-huh. some people do like them some people enjoy the storylines some people really 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 don't like them and they don't hold back on what they're saying um so martin on facebook said they're a wedding band if that <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's like oh ouch that's a bit i've got cutting, adam sandler in my mind now oh the wedding singer <laughs> <laughs> Are they, I don't think they're as good as that. I, I quite enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Decent, just decent, to be fair. It's quite entertaining film, actually, especially mm. when he has, like, the mental breakdown. Um, <laughs> maybe that's what they need. They need a kind of mental breakdown yeah. mid-gig, mid yeah. not just mid-Q&A. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chris says, and I think this is a good point, actually, that place looks even smaller than Salt. You know, when they had the album launch at this, um, was it Palais de... What was it? Palais Metro. De... Metro, that was it. Uh, it did look like a small little wine bar, didn't it? It was it dark and nightclubish, yeah. but was it that much? We're, we're led to believe by Justin, I think, that this is where all the music journalists hang out for some reason. Um, so there's there's people there in the industry that will take note of the band that you know that would be a good thing for them, and presumably those people would not be hanging out in Salt on a Friday night to watch lyric play. So I think it's the location of the venue that we're supposedly meant to believe mm. is good for their career um, rather than the actual venue itself because it did look not dissimilar to Salt in terms of size and and actually there weren't that many people there either compared to a, yeah. a Salt gig. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the venue they played Battle of the Bands at was, seemed huge in comparison. That, actually. It did, and that yeah. crowd was much bigger, wasn't it? Yeah. But that was man, many bands, so I suppose... Yeah, but it's more exposure, isn't it? It's more even if they don't come to see you, they've come to see one of the other bands. They might enjoy your set while they're there. So true. Yeah, you got a good point, Chris. I'll take that on board. Um, mm. And then yeah, some of the comments of people saying they want to want them, want them out of the show really. So Sheila says, let's hope they go on a world tour soon. <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> Sheila, yeah. Sheila so she, or Ash Sheila? <laughs> <laughs> Sheila. It's actually spelled. I'm. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right. It's actually spelled S H E L A G H. I'm assuming that's. Oh, what, it's not like Sheila, like Sheila, Australia. Mm. Um, but yeah, Sheila wants the wants to see the back of them. I think she says, "Let's hope we go on a world tour soon." I think that means let's get rid. That's how I'm reading that. Well, we we've got we're, we're expecting it, aren't we? In our in our mm. predictions, we think. They, they, they might be unraveling so let's see yeah absolutely um ruth says the band spoil this program i see this a lot online you know mm. not just on comments here i see it on forums and all sorts people are saying they've stopped watching because of them and all sorts crikey you see yeah. this a lot yeah that's a strong comment isn't it because they don't take up when they when they've got a storyline, they take up quite a bit of the episode, but they don't take up the whole week, do they? I mean, you can kind of, if you especially if you're watching on catch up on my five, you can fast forward through their scenes and and still have plenty of other things to watch. So it's a shame, yeah. really, that that people have given up on the whole show because they've missed 
if they have, they've missed so many other storylines that have been so good I know, that, they, would have, that I know. they could have enjoyed. Yeah. But um, sometimes what, what they say and what they actually do is two different things, aren't they? I suppose. Online. There's, the, there's hate watching, isn't there? I've learned about mm. this recently where people mm. watch something, even though they hate it, they watch the whole thing and then they tweet how much they hate it. And it's like, you've just yeah. spent half an hour of your time watching something yeah. you hate. Um, and now you're tweeting about it as well. So. And you'll be back tomorrow like clockwork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, there is an element of that as well, I think. Um, Craig on Facebook wants to know why Justin is so integral to the band's success when he's been AWOL for ages. So Craig says, I think this is pathetic. All the time that Justin was away doing more important things, now he's back and he thinks he's indispensable. Well, he did book them at the Palais Metro. He did, but it was two hours from now. (laughs) Stress, stress, stress. (laughs) Yeah, everything with Justin is either all or nothing, isn't it? It's a to bit... be fair, I'll tell you what the difference is. Justin put the money up for it. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. That's true. He did put his he money paid. in his mouth was. He, he did. paid for it. Yeah. Was it Craig? Did you say Craig? Craig, yeah. Craig. He paid for it, Craig. The difference, what he brings is the wallet. He does bring the money, yeah, which Lyric do not have. So. No. <laughs> but he, you're right. He, what? There's nothing he can do that Kirby can't do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think, I think well, yeah, but I think her nose is a bit out of joint. Well, I we've just got... feel some, something going on. We've got some comments on Kirby, actually, now you've mentioned her. So Tracy says, there's clearly something going on with Kirby, and I can't wait to find out what her issue is. Mm. Mm. There must be some, There must be more. I think I was saying this last week on the main pod. There must be something more to this. You know, we've seen other people go off the deep end. And we forgive them because we go, right, well, Flick Flick was going through that horrible storyline where she was drinking air and cupboard booze, but she'd been through a horrible time. Um, you know, her wedding had been literally blown up. So we forgave her, didn't we? We, we yeah. you, know, you you can forgive characters for going for acting horribly and lashing out and being nasty and being being, you know contradictory and everything else you can you kind of forgive them when they're going through something awful and you go well of course they're feeling like that because x y and z reason with kirby i'm still trying to work out what the hell is their problem so like tracy's saying there's something seriously going on with it but what is it and it's time we found Mm -hmm. out i think i agree and it's not just i got hit in the head with a surfboard years ago and didn't tell you I don't think it. Uh-uh. Is. I don't think it can be all this Bob thing that she says. Oh, mm. you know, I didn't. I wasn't over. Oh, Bob don't and... set me off again. Oh, <laughs> okay, won't mention it. <laughs> won't mention it. Um, but there's lots of people saying the same thing. So Anne on Facebook says, "I don't like Kirby. Wish she would get over herself." Um, Tina says, "Kirby's just, just." Hang on, I'm gonna read that again because I think there might be a typo in this. Kirby, just be okay now. She thinks the world revolves around her. She needs a reality check. Theo should just forget he had anything to do with her. I thought Rose was her best friend, but now it seems to be Mackenzie. There's a lot of things going on there, Tina. So, yeah, she does think the world revolves around her. Theo should forget about her. And, you know, she's leaning on Mackenzie now um, with that whole, you know, surfing storyline, opening up to Mackenzie about what happened to her and why she hadn't surfed. We haven't seen many Rose and Kirby scenes for a while, actually, because Rose, uh, Rose is obviously busy with Marley and Marley's mum at the moment. She had a mad with her at one time as well, Kirby, didn't she? She did about the Sunny Organics thing because so, she wasn't investigating it fast enough for her. And... Burning all the bridges, this girl. Mm, 
Yes, and Karen says the same. Karen says, I like Kirby, but boy, does she need to get over herself. Theo is far more mature than she is. I love the actress. I just don't like the current incarnation of her character. I think that's a really nice way of putting it, Karen, actually. So we like Angelina. We liked Kirby Uh before all this happened. But the current incarnation of her character, everyone's finding difficult to get on board with. And and I think it is that lack of reasoning as to why she's, she's changed. What why is, is it she people like liked about her, though? Because I feel like out of all the band, she's the one I didn't like. I didn't not like her. Um, I, I just felt like, I think we've been saying for a while on the pod that we didn't feel like we really knew her because she was just Theo's uh. girlfriend. She was just mm. the lyric keyboardist. I didn't actively dislike her before mm. all of this. I just didn't feel like I knew who she was. And now that we've got to know her, I'm like, I don't like her because they've changed. She wasn't like this when she first came in the show. She wasn't this. She was quite level headed and organized. And she was a bit of the mum of the band. You know, she'd get them all motivated. Come to rehearsals. We need to get this this thing done. Or, But now yeah. she's just like, she's got an attitude. She's got a chip on her shoulder. And I don't yeah. really understand why. And normally there's like a there's a whole story arc with this, isn't there? So somebody goes from being breezy um, to being difficult, temperamental, obnoxious. But there's a reason for it. And I can't pin at all what the difference is with her, why she liked this yeah. all of a sudden. And I think that's what a lot of people are saying. So Lorraine says, I'm sorry, but I think Kirby ought to stop having relationships with members of the band. This is the second one that we know about, both of which have hit the rocks and potentially damaged the band. Can she not learn her lesson? Preach. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Kerry says, Kirby's become very defensive, but there is no definite reason why. I can't understand what Theo has done wrong. The situation with Andrew was no different than her helping Marilyn. Unfortunately, this whole scene has shown that Kirby is selfish when it comes to wanting the limelight all for herself. Uh, it's a good point actually isn't it because it's the whole thing that we talked about on the um the main pod and i think you said her nose is out of joint because justin's yeah. back now calling the shots yeah. and it yeah. was kirby so you know is is that one of the reasons why she's she's like this because you know she feels like he's coming and taken over from her is that yeah, one of the she, reasons i think she enjoyed the whole power mm. you know of making decisions and things yeah Mm. and just to end on kirby then so jackie says right she's faced her fears with the sea now it's time to face reality and tell theo how she feels and she needs to grow up ffs (laughs) (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) (laughs) and i think that sums up pretty much every comment that we've had about kirby Thank you for listening. We will be back with more episode discussion from Summer Bay soon. Until then, join the discussion online at Coastal News Pod.